Welcome to Cake Money Confidential, hosted by your girl, Taylor Quinn. I'm a business mentor, wife, mom, projector, Enneagram 3, cancer sign, and making money is my love language. Around here, we believe business gets to be wildly profitable and fun as fudge cake. In 2020, my first full calendar year in business, I made over $400,000 cash while full-time teaching, wifing, and growing a tiny human. Because I combine the woo and the work, I know I can have it all, and I'm here to teach and show you, you can too. You ready for an episode so juicy it should be confidential? Grab a slice of cake and let's dive in. What is up, fam? Okay, so if you listened to last week's episode, then you know this is part two of just a rant episode. And I'm going to sort of talk at the end of this about like why I chose this format. Uh, It'll make more sense when we get to the end. And I think that just what I share at the end of this episode or what I'm planning on sharing at the end of this episode is just so incredibly powerful. Um, And it's just like this huge shift that I've had in the way that I view content, the way that I produce content. And this is an incredibly or what feels like what my what my brain is portraying to be as an incredibly vulnerable topic to share. But it's just a thought, right? It's only it's only vulnerable if I make it vulnerable. It only needs to mean anything if I make it mean anything. So before we dive in, what I want to encourage you to do, and one thing that I've started doing is I've started looking at being vulnerable as a practice. I think that in the online space, it is talked about, it is uh, taught, it is shared as if it is something, a concept, a practice, a skill that we are automatically supposed to just be able to do. And it's just like we can flip a switch and just be vulnerable. But it's it's really not, right? Because we carry with us so many experiences, a lot of conditioning that has taught us and our bodies that it is not safe to be vulnerable. So if being vulnerable is really scary for you, same. If being vulnerable is difficult for you, same. And what I just want to say is look at it. I just started looking at it like a practice. You know, it's like this is just something that I get to practice to do. And and it changed a lot for me. It changed the way that I, the grace that I gave myself as I was doing it. But what I do want to say is being vulnerable has strengthened my connection with you all. Oh, tremendously. And when people feel connected to you, they relate to you, they buy from you, period. Um, okay, so let's dive in. I want to talk about the pressure around monthly income. And let's start with a little story, you know? So grab your drink. Your girl's got coffee again. And let's freaking do this, okay? Let's freaking go. So the end of last year, um, I don't even think that I've publicly shared what my income was for 2021. It was over... Oh gosh, let me just pause this sucker and let's go look at it. Okay, so my total income for 2021 was 558,206 dollars. So over 550,000. Oh my gosh, there's this cat looking at my office window. Hi kitty. <laughs> Hi. Um anyways, holy shit. You know, it's like I I didn't even realize that I haven't celebrated that public yet, but Damn, you know, just an opportunity for you all to look at your income and just be so incredibly proud of that. It is significantly higher than my income the the calendar year previous to that. And I birthed a whole ass human. I we didn't have childcare at home. My whole life changed. Just a lot happened. You know what I mean? A lot happened. I was breastfeeding for over half of the year. Um, you know, ever since Savian was born in in April of 2021, like just so much so much. And so for me to read that number out loud, it's just like, ah, 
I'm just so incredibly proud of myself. And it, 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 I'm glad that I shared that because it, it's so important for our conversation today. So and it, back to being vulnerable for just a second. One practice that I found to be really, really helpful for me is when I just, I just record and I just riff and I don't do, I don't have too many notes. Like for this, I literally have like three sentences for what I want to say for this podcast episode and so much more is coming through. So I just want to practice like I, I want to encourage you to practice just trusting yourself and what's going to come through. I think that that's really important. And we're going to have a lot of accountability as well as challenges and fun things inside of Cake Money Method to really, really encourage this and just to um, support my clients in trusting themselves, just being so unwavering and trusting themselves and their ideas and what comes through. And because from that place, I have found in my business, just magic happens right? My nervous system loves me. My bank account loves me. My clients love me. My reader loves me. Like It's just so, so powerful. So if you are listening to this and you feel the nudge to be a part of a community that's going to rally around you and do that same thing, Cake Money Method is for you. It is, I, I can't, like that program is just, it's, Ugh, it's the heartbeat of my business. Like I just love it so much. So the um, website is in the show notes for you if you want to read more about it. It's time to just stick up our middle fingers to the rules of the online industry and just do this shit differently and still be so wildly profitable and end-to-be-end at the same damn time. You know what I mean? It's freaking time. So let's freaking go. But back to this episode. So pressure around monthly income. So I gave you my my yearly total for 2021. It was over 550000 I, um, you know, last year I was only full-time for three months. Then I became a stay-at-home mom and, and a new mom and navigating a lot. But Anyway, so there was a few months at the end of last year where I had quote unquote low months, right? And what I mean by low for me, and this is going to be different for everybody, right? And this is just my truth, was 30K. And I made it mean a lot about me. Like I, when I say that I was a, a an, just an absolute dick to myself, I was a dick to myself, okay? I... It was just so bad. Like, I, I mean, I don't want to say it was so bad because it was a part of my process and I really want to respect and honor that. And I know looking back now, I can just see the cash codes. Like I can see the lessons that I learned during that time that it's just going to catapult me into 100K months, 200K months, 300K months. And, you know, eventually and of freaking course, making my yearly total of 2021 in a month. Like I just know that that's possible for me, but I know that that's possible for me because this exact uh, experience was a part of my process. So a few months, I made 30k. I wasn't really doing much. We were on our road trip. I was, I was exhausted, duh. <laughs> like very tired. Um, you know, we went on a cross country road trip with when we left. Xavier was four months old, and when we came back, Xavier was around six months old, and. The, we at four months we transitioned him out of the snoo, so he was sleeping in his crib. So before we left on the road trip, he was in his crib in his nursery for just like a few nights, and then we left. So he was in his um, his travel crib, and he just wasn't really used to it. And we were at different houses with different time zones, and seeing a lot of new new family. And he just wasn't sleeping well. And then we started co sleeping, and any all that to say, like I was freaking tired. Okay. Um, and what I did was I found myself in a straight up shit spiral. I call them shit tornadoes where one thing in business happens. Let's say you get a no, somebody ghosts you, you raise your prices and nobody buys. Like 
or you think that nobody buys because you've talked about it all of two times and you're like, where the fuck are the people? And then you just make everything else mean like it's just not working. It's not working. You start looking for more evidence that it's not working. And before you know it, you find yourself in a shit tornado and everything just sucks about your business and it just sucks, right? So all this to say, I was an absolute ass to myself about those 30K months. And, you know, I remember having this thought of like, well, I could always go back to teaching. And hearing myself say that now, I'm like, Taylor, you were making 30K months and you thought, you know, like, what? <laughs> like, what? So I just want to share that with you. And it feels scary to share that. But that's like the extent of like being an ass to myself that was happening. But I, during this time, I actually had this beautiful realization of like, what if next year I actually want to take like the last few months off? What if, and this is why I talk about like really, um, I ask this question pretty often in my content of like, do you do you take advantage of the pleasures of entrepreneurship, right? Of being your own boss, of clearing your schedule one day or deciding that you want to go on a month-long vacation or, or whatever it is. Like, do you exercise the pleasures of entrepreneurship, of being your own boss? So that's a question to ask yourself. But anyway, so I just had this realization of like, what if I just like all of the months that typically I'm like visiting with family, November, December, especially, like what if I just want to take this that time off? Like I don't want to show up on social media. I don't want to do any fucking thing except serve my clients that are in current contracts. And like, that's that. Like what if I want to do that, right? And so two things came from that. One is my product set, is my product suite set up for that, right? Does my product make sense? My product suite makes sense if that's what I want to be able to do. And also- right? If that's the case, let's say I decide every single year for the rest of my business, two months completely off at the end of the year, right? Am I just going to be a total ass to myself during those two months and not even enjoy them because of my income? Right? And I'm like, well, that doesn't sound freaking fun. So I had this realization of like, I am making my monthly numbers, whether good or bad, right? Mean a whole lot about me. And what happens is, is I ended up I ended up tying my worth to them a lot and connecting with my worthiness as a business mentor as um, just a, a lot to those numbers. And so I almost did like a monthly income detox <laughs> for a hot second. Um, and I, what I really had to do in order to shift out of what I wanted to call like a rut, and again, this is just my truth. So if you're listening to this and you're like this whiny little bitch for making 30K months, <laughs> I know you fill my heart with this. This is just my truth. So feel free to like, you know, input any numbers here, right? But anyway, so to get myself out of this rut and to tap back into what, because for the longest time I was like, 50K months, those are my minimums. Like I just feel so comfortable doing that. And then it dipped to 30K months and I'm like, whoa, whoa. Now looking back, I can see exactly why that happened and why it happened for, I think it was like maybe two or three months in a row. I can't exactly remember, but like why it was, like why I couldn't get out of it. Now, January, of 2022, it was over 50K. Again, well, let me just look at the exact numbers because I actually do have that spreadsheet pulled up. So it was 57,588. So it just, it popped right back up once I actually moved through a lot of the shame that I was attaching to those numbers. I stopped focusing so heavily on those numbers. I stopped making the monthly income mean anything good or bad. Um, And I started loving myself no matter what right? Loving myself no matter what. And I started looking at, I start, what I really started to do to shift out of this was, because I remember having this conversation with my husband 
I am just so incredibly grateful and blessed with the best, the best partner. Like Ryan is, I just, I'll cry if I, if I talk about him, but he just, I love him <laughs> so much and I'm just so incredibly grateful for him. But I remember having this conversation with him, like I just broke down and I was, I was sobbing and I'm just like, something has to change. Like I'm just being a total dick to myself. I'm making this mean way too much. And he's like, you know, I can't remember the exact words that he told me, but he was like, I don't know a single other person that could make this much money and also do all the other things that you do, right? And it's, he was just, he just reminded me of the importance of celebration. And and I, through a lot of conversations with him, I I, I dropped a lot of shame around my income um, and also, you know, conversations with my mentor, but I dropped a lot of shame and guilt that I was carrying around that. So just what I want to ask you is if you're looking at income tips in your business and you're making them mean anything about you, it's like they only mean what you make them mean. That's another thing I'd realized. Truly, they only mean what you make them mean. So what I started doing, instead of putting so much um, emphasis on monthly income and so much weight and, and worthiness wrapped up in that, what I really started to do was every time I checked in with my monthly income, every time I checked my bank account, I just practiced being very neutral, not making it mean anything good, not making it mean anything bad, just looking at the numbers and being like, okay, Cool. And then from there, I was able to step back into celebration, which was really exciting and celebrating every single dollar. I think this is the biggest thing that I had to realize is that no matter how much, like what the quantity was, every single dollar that comes through your business that hits your bank account is so fucking worthy of celebration. I think a lot of times when we start making more money, we start assuming like, well, it's only worthy of celebration when it's X amount, which is just not true. Because if you have that idea around money, you're eventually going to be incredibly disappointed. Like I was, you know what I mean? So that's what I did. I dropped a lot of the shilt, the shilt, <laughs> the shame and guilt that I had around those income numbers. I stepped, I really practiced like, and I talk about this in my program, Limitless, but I really practiced the art of remaining neutral. It's a beautiful money practice, but it's also a beautiful practice that I carry throughout a lot of different areas of my business. It's really helped me um, rise into that CEO that I I always, like I, I my becoming of that CEO, right? Because I'm never like there. I think that's another thing in entrepreneurship is we just expect like to arrive at some place and make all the money, but we're going to continuously want more money and we're cont- going to continuously want to grow and evolve. It's just who we are as entrepreneurs, right? So um, I stepped back into celebration And once I did that and I truly, not just like said it, but I truly started celebrating everything coming into my business. Oh, it started feeling fun again. It started feeling light again. The pressure was no longer there. And for me, I can look at my income, like my, I I track my income by myself, but my book, my finance team, my bookkeepers, um, they also do that for me as well, the bookkeeping side. And I can look back and I, when I make the most amount of money, it's because I'm not making it mean anything. And I'm actually not focused on making money. Isn't that wild? Um, I'm just focused on having fun. I'm focused on being me. I'm focused on not giving a fuck. And then money flows as a result. So I know it's wild to think about, but it's just, just try it on, practice it. It's just, it's so potent. But anyway, so what I started focusing on in terms of, of money instead of the monthly income is one night my husband and I were laying in bed and he calculated our net worth. And like, that was a, a huge moment of realization for me of like, wow, I'm being a dick to myself. And like, this is our net worth. Like, what the fuck? Um, so I, fo- I started focusing on that. I started focusing on our savings account, our investment accounts, um, being able, just like the luxury of being able to buy whatever the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want, like 
going out to Madewell and buying $800 in clothes and not thinking twice about it or, you know, shopping the Sephora sale and spending $500 and not thinking twice about it. Like, just like really finding so much gratitude and celebration and things like that. Like, that's what I started focusing on. I started focusing on making sure that, you know, we're setting ourselves up for money to multiply on its own without us lifting another finger, right? How can we allow our money that we currently have to do the work for us into the future and early retirement and all the things that actually fucking matter? Like, fill my heart in this. Your monthly income is so incredibly worthy of celebration. But if you get to this place where you're putting so much pressure on yourself around it, then I invite you to focus on things that actually do matter because while your monthly income, super cool, super sexy, always worthy of celebration because remember every dollar is worthy of celebration. What's really sexy is where that money goes, okay? Where that money goes and how you are leveraging that money to do to just multiply into the future. You know what I mean? To just make you wealthier and wealthier and wealthier without you lifting a fucking finger, okay? That's what I started focusing on in like, damn, shit blew back up again. The recurring revenue that we currently have in Cake Money Consulting is like absolutely mind boggling, right? April, day one, over 43,000 guaranteed. May, right? It's April 5th as I record this. May is already over 42,000. June, already over four, or excuse me, 31,000. Uh, What did I just say, June? Yeah, June's already over 31,000. July, it's already over 23,000. Okay, we have we have contracted income coming in through March of next year. So uh, all this to say, like, stop being a fucking dick to yourself. Stop being an ass to yourself if you have a quote unquote low month, because what's next level power for me and what's next level CEO vibes is when you don't make that mean a fucking thing. Right. When you just keep going. Okay, because I came to this realization one where I was really sick of my own shit, but also where I was just like, okay, we have two options here. One. Option one, I can continue down this path of being a total ass to myself, make this mean a lot about me, continue with this shit tornado, and just cause myself so much stress and anxiety that doesn't actually need to be there. Or I can drop the shame and the guilt, I can step back into celebration, and I can just stop making it mean a fucking, like, it doesn't need to be anything. And then I can just keep going. Right? So you have two options always when it comes to these things. And I know, I know you, I know your heart with this, and I knew my heart with this. It's like, quitting's not an option. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's just not even in the playbook. It's not an option. Um, And so we're going to keep going. So we might as well stop being a dick to ourselves. You know, we might as well. So uh, the other thing that I want to say is I feel like there's this concept in the online space where people talk about money and they talk about up, up, and only up. And it's a beautiful energetic standard to have. Every single month, I set the intention of like, okay, this month's going to be higher than last month. But at the end of it, I don't make it mean anything about me. And it is simply that it's an energetic standard. It doesn't mean up, up, and only up. This concept does not mean that income dips aren't normal because they are, right? Again, back to my my realization of like, if I want to take those last couple months of the year completely off, I'm probably going to have an income dip, okay? And that's totally normal. I don't need to be a dick to myself about it. I can make some smart decisions in terms of my offer suite, recurring revenue, being very strategic in the front side, or not front side, but the um, the beginning of the year, the mid-year, to really set myself up to take those months off at the end of the year. But again, when those months are lower, it doesn't need to mean anything about me. You know what I mean? It doesn't. In your business, you're going to have seasons of coasting and resting and not wanting to do a single thing in business. So why are we going to make those months where maybe our income is lower mean any fucking thing about us, right? Okay, so 
that's that on this episode, everything that came through. And I hope that you hear this and you you think, damn, she makes a lot of fucking money, but also she experiences being a total dick to herself and, and moments of questioning herself and her business because all of those things are normal. Okay. So if you're going through it, I see you. I love you. Let's keep fucking going. Stop being a dick to yourself. And the last thing that I want to share about content is like, what if you just wrote it? <laughs> like, what if you just wrote? You know, I think a lot of us, we we try to like over strategize our content and make sure it fits into this perfect content calendar. And, you know, what if you just didn't worry about it? What if you just didn't worry about a CTA? What if you just didn't worry about a hook or blah, blah, blah? What if you didn't worry about your content calendar? What if, you know, you didn't worry about, oh my gosh, can I be vulnerable and be an expert? Or, oh, does this make me look like an authority? And you just shared shit that you care about. Like how fucking liberating would that feel? Because that's what I did with this episode, this past two podcast episodes. And I'm so excited to hear what you all, um, how they resonate with you. Because I just, I know at least one person is going to listen to this podcast and be like, damn, this was for me, right? And I can always get behind that with any piece of my content that I just press play and, and record or I just type. And that's something that I've started practicing with my Instagram content too. And I've been doing it for a while. Literally, like I don't even type it out in my notes app anymore. I type it out like in Instagram and I just let it flow. Boom post. And so just practice it. Like stop worrying about all these things that arguably don't matter that much. (laughs) It's probably controversial, but what if you just posted what you thought? You know, what if you posted shit you actually wanted to read and shit that you actually cared about? So I love you all so freaking much. I hope you love this episode. I know you're going to fill my heart in it. And I know you're just going to find everything that you need, but also way more. So, all right, I'll see you all next week. Bye y'all podcast fam listen hold your cake pops because your girl has something she needs to say it would mean the absolute freaking world to me if you would share our podcast with your community on instagram so if you love this episode as much as i love you and you want to help our podcast create even more impact in this world all you have to do is take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your community on instagram stories tagging me at cake money consulting plus It's a win-win because when you share it with your community on Instagram, then I get to share you with my community as well. All right, fam, wishing you a booty load of cake and a massive amounts of money. I love you so freaking much and I will see you next week.